Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. A companion post to this episode containing show notes appears on deadspin.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning, or anything else really, to joliecare at gmail.com, or just chat with me in the comments at Deadspin. My guests today are Jaya Saxena and Jess Zimmerman, authors of the new book, Basic Witches. Many of you will remember Jaya from episode 25 the worst stain in the world, when we talked about harassing our aunties because we're convinced that there's an ancient Indian secret for removing turmeric stains that they're not telling us about. I'm still convinced that there's an ancient secret they're not telling us about. Today, Jaya is back with her Basic Witches co-author, Jess Zimmerman, and we're going to talk all about cats. Hey, ladies. Hi. I'm very excited to have you both here. Yeah, um, us too. Still haven't gotten a secret thing for the stain i know where so. i'm i'm, I'm going <laughs> to see my aunties in about a month in dallas and i'm going to i'm going to do another round of harassment um <laughs> i basically just handled turmeric like it's radioactive material like you, know, you want to have like gloves and kind of a pincer thing that's you're totally very, you're a very wise witch yes very very wise witch um i also want to say it was a total accident um but clearly entirely magical that you two are here in the studio with me during the week of the eclipse yeah. yeah, we did not. We plan didn't that. plan this. We did not have. We that on did a- plan it. We planned the eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer I wanted. <laughs> we we did the eclipse. It was for our new that, book. That was us. Yeah. We I mean, tried. We tried to get it to happen like on release day, and that just didn't work out because of um, Mercury retrograde. But yeah, when in doubt, <laughs> when in doubt, blame Mercury. Um, yeah. Listen, you guys, we're we're gonna for sure on the bonus episode talk about the eclipse and the effect that it had on us because it, man, it really it jacked me up in not in in bad ways and in good i could feel a, like a lot of power from it but like i also was running into walls cuz i was like a dazed animal um, <laughs> it was it was very 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 strange um speaking of bonus episodes i want to remind you that i offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers if you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an ask a clean person the podcast patron Go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all of the packages I'm offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps me so much, and I'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like me to consider making available. Speaking of patrons, I have new patrons to thank this week, but I forgot to plug them into the script, and I'm definitely going to blame Mercury for that. (laughs) (laughs) So next week, I'll do a big reading. Actually, you guys, next week is the kickoff of laundry school. It's the most (laughs) wonderful time of the year. Um, So I'll do all the patrons next week. Um, Sorry that I forgot. It's really, I, I have really just been... 
Oh, it's been special for me this week, I gotta say. Um, but damn we also, moon. yeah, damn that moon. I love, no, I love the moon. I love the moon. I'm not, I'm not even mad that the moon jacked me up so much. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm actually impressed by the moon and its ability to like just complete to turn me into a dazed animal, like, unable to operate a lock and key. It was amazing, really. Um, all right, you guys. We also have a first for Ask a Clean Person the podcast um, in honor of. The release of Basic Witches, we are doing a giveaway for our listeners. Ooh, um, so one listener will get a signed copy of Basic Witches and a tote bag, courtesy of Cork Books. Uh, to enter, you have until Tuesday, September 5th to tweet or email me about what you would sage. And I'm going to have Jaya and Jess talk a little bit more about uh, the this contest and sort of what they're looking for and what they might sage and what saging is. Um, so let me have you tell the listeners about that. Um, when, um, come September 5th, Jaya, Jess and I will, will coven up and, uh, we will pick a winner out of all of the entries and I will announce it on, I think it's going to be episode 86, uh, that we'll announce it and, you know, follow us on Twitter cause we'll be tweeting about it. Give you guys, give your Twitter handles and then talk a little bit about what you're hoping to get from this, this listener contest that we're doing. First of all, I don't even have a tote bag, so this is very exciting. Yeah, we'll get you a tote bag. <laughs> um, Okay, so so my Twitter handle is at J underscore Zims, um, and like what we're what we're hoping to get from like what kind of answers we yeah we or like what you would to... sage or just maybe for people who don't know what saging is maybe if you mm-hmm. can give like a brief overview of what saging is and does and why we do it yeah do you, what do you want to do that or should I uh, you can do it okay, yeah. okay. Um, I mean basically burning sage I mean I'm I'm sure that it is appropriated from one or more traditions and I'm not a hundred percent sure what what the uh, provenance is, which I think Jaya knows more than I do, but um, but you can burn sage essentially to get rid of negative vibes or negative or you know evil spirits. Basically, there's a whole spectrum depending on um, how how spiritual you are, um, what you're what you're actually getting rid of by burning the sage. But yeah. ghosts, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good overview. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot in the in the cleaning vein. It's a it's a spiritual cleansing yes. rather than a fear a physical cleansing of anything. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so, what sort of things would you want to spiritually cleanse? Uh, I think the White House. Yeah, I think we've that a lot of people that will be political answers here. We were concerned that that would be all that I anybody. Think it's, could that's actually think what of. I wanted yeah. to say because I was like, let's just knock that one out of the running because yeah. it'll be everybody's answer. We all want to sage the White House. Let's just so take don't, that as red. Don't put more, saging the White House. Get more creative with your political answers. That's, yes. There you go. There, yes. right, that, if right. you want to win this contest, there's a tip. For, from us to you. Get more creative. Absolutely. And I mean, in the vein also of this episode, you can absolutely want to sage your cats yes. the, and the evil demons that they hold inside <laughs> them. It, saging is not a method of exorcism. <laughs> That's right. Um, so Jaya just mentioned what the topic of today's episode, the episode is, and it is indeed cats. Uh, the the animals, not the musical. Uh, <laughs> you can sage the musical uh, if you want. Yeah, you should. Yeah, exactly. You probably you should sage, sage the musical. The musical. <laughs> um, I I have to open every episode and column and everything I ever say about cats with this very important message from me to you, my beloved listeners. I love that you love your cats. I love that you love your cats. I do. I I I truly do. I don't actually hate your cats. I, I hate what you let your cats do to you. 
but I know that you do it because you love them, and I love that you love your cats. So don't don't get angry with me. I tease because I love. There's going to be some teasing today. If if it's going to upset, if it's this is your trigger warning, cat people. If you're if you're going to be like Terry Gross and you're going to get upset when I say that your cat hates you because it vomited on your bed, tune out now. No, but, I have two cats. They totally hate me. Yeah, this they is do. not. I'm the. Are you thing- saying Terry Gross vomited on your bed? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, um, I zoned out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I also have to say, and you guys have heard me say this a lot before, is that I am very, very cat-like, and I admire cats for how evil they are. I, <laughs> I really, I, I aspire to be more like them. Um, I'm, I'm working on unleashing my inner Cersei Lannister, um, and, and it's going pretty well, I have to say. Uh, so so there, are my, there are my cat caveats that I've gotten out of the way. We have... Um, a question for this first segment about hair and dander that I'm going to have Jaya read. Um, it is from my friend Ellie. She actually knows that I'm using this, and she was very, very excited. Ellie is a, a staff writer at Jezebel. Um, and so when you, when you hear the question, you'll, you'll, it'll make sense that it's someone who actually knows me who's, who's uh, <laughs> sending this email, and it was a great question. Oh, hi, Ellie. All right. Jolie, it's been forever. I hope you're having a good summer. I have an all-caps cleaning emergency and immediately thought of you. I'm moving to a new apartment on August 1st, and my new roommates are allergic to cats. Parentheses, my cat will be moving in with my parents. But there are traces of bunny on all my stuff. I assume bunny is the cat. Bunny is the cat. Bunny is the cat, not a bunny. (laughs) (laughs) There are traces of bunny on all my stuff, particularly on the couch and on a big chair he has co-opted for the past three years. I have lint rollers. But is there a more thorough way to get all traces of cat allergens off my furniture? I've tried a handheld vacuum, but it hasn't really worked, and feel like I probably need some kind of deeper clean. If you have any ideas, I would be forever grateful. I sure do have ideas. (laughs) Uh, And and I'll tell you, spoiler alert, there is a happy ending to all of this. Um, She sent me this question maybe about a month ago. You know, it was funny. She sent it right around the time that I I was going back to Deadspin, so... Um, it was also kind of magical timing that like she sent this question and I was like, you know, I'm back. At, I just got back to Deadspin like a day ago. Right. And she was like, no, <laughs> oh my God, what are you, you're back at Deadspin. Um, so it's, it's all been great. So anyway, so I, there's a happy ending. Um, so I have I have a few things that I that I told her that I'm going to share with you guys about pet hair. Um, now, we, we do have to say that there is hair, which is a, you know, a, a co- cosmetic issue and also an allergen. But when you're talking about deep cleaning furniture for someone who has a pet allergy, you also need to be addressing the dander. And the dander will get into the fibers of the, the couch, of the cushions, and so on. And so those two things, you can't just take the hair off the surface. You have to address what's going on, what's lurking underneath the surface, basically. <laughs> um, so, so I'm going to talk about those two things in tandem. Um, and, and I'll say also, Jaya has two cats and just has a hairy dog. So hopefully, some of this information will be will be new and helpful for them in their own in their own. Yeah, I've definitely homes. done the lint roller things many times yeah. because my cat has this one part on a chair that she really loves. Mm-hmm. And her, we went away on vacation for a week and came back, and it was just like a blanket of gray hair <laughs> on the one arm of the chair. And I'm just like, this is so disgusting. Why do I let? 
and a wild animal in my house. <laughs> yes, yes, a wild animal. Like, it really is. You've also, I know you've done the lint roller thing because you've met my dog and I basically oh like press the lint roller into the hand of anybody who's trying to leave my apartment. Like, listen, <laughs> okay, well, you good. may not know I, you need this. I, but. I'm excited about this because I think that I'm going to tell you guys something new that's even more effective than the lint roller. Um, so lint rollers are good and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about those too. Um, okay, but let's start. Let's start with the hair situation. Just getting the hair off of Ellie's chair and couch so that she can begin to address this problem. So, the 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 trick I have is the simplest trick in the world, and it really really works. You put on a rubber dishwashing glove, dry a dry dishwashing glove, and you just run it over the surface of whatever you're trying to get the hair off of. So rubber is a natural enemy of pet hair. And huh. it will it will pick it up and basically into clumps, and then you can just kind of grab the clumps with your hand. So that's the first pass at doing, you know, a major um, removal of hair. Oh and God. then will and that then, work on the animal itself? Probably, <laughs> but it might pull in a way that mm. makes the animal upset. I'm going to talk about the animal itself um, as well as part of all of this. As the so I have sort of I have sort of four steps for Ellie's <laughs> problem, um, and that's that's step four. Um, so you'll do the glove and then you can go in, you know, there probably will still be more, you know, hair embedded or left over, you know, that the, the glove just didn't pick up. Then you can go in with the lint roller. They do make oversized ones. So you can do like a full couch, like in a, in like one pass. And they have, they tend to have long handles too. So it's a little bit easier, like on your back. Um, <laughs> but of course, you know, a regular size one is totally fine too. Two other things that you can use on furniture that people don't often think about or know about can be used on furniture for pet hair removal is you can use the tools that you use on your actual animal. So if you have something like the Love Glove or a Furminator or any one of those, um, you can actually go ahead and use that right on you know your, your bedding or on your, your sofa. The only thing you want to be careful of is if you have a style that's kind of one of those pin metal pin styles, that may snag. Um, and so you want to just sort of test it. Um, and use it fairly gingerly, but those can also be pressed into service on your furniture. So that's the hair part of things. Um, now, this, the second part of it is the, is the dander part of it. So um, for that, what you're going to need is you're going to need a vacuum. Um, and what Ellie was using was just a regular handheld. That probably isn't really going to be powerful enough. There are really powerful handhelds that you can get. The Sweet Home has a great recommendation. Um, so if you find that you have a, a handheld in your life that's kind of not not doing the job, maybe up your game and get one that has like uh, you know a, a more serious motor to it. Um, but what you can use is you can use your regular standard vacuum fitted with the upholstery attachment. That's going to give you the power that you need to remove hair and dander from within the cushions. But in this case, we're talking about someone with allergies. And so what I said to Ellie was a standard vacuum may still not really even be powerful enough to get deep enough into the cushions to remove all the dander. And there's one step further when it comes to vacuums, which is there are mattress vacuums. And I have one. It's a Dyson. <laughs> I have to I have to, you know, disclose that it was a press sample. It was given to me by the Dyson people. I several. did not know that a mattress vacuum was a thing. It's a handheld. I'm going to pretend I still don't know. Mm, it's, but it's delicious. It's delicious. It's a handheld vacuum. Um, it is um, 
it's a it's a cordless. You charge it, and then you you know you can use it without a cord, which is very convenient for furniture and mattress if you don't have an outlet nearby. And then also you're kind of not struggling with a cord while you're doing this. The ma- Dyson mattress vacuum is much much more powerful than a standard vacuum. In fact, when I was testing it the first time, just out of curiosity, I put it down on the floor, and actually you can't even vac- I put it on my hardwood. You can't even vacuum the hardwood with it because it suctions to the floor so hard you can't move it. It's very, very, very powerful. So when Ellie emailed me, um, I said to her, I was like, well, listen, you know, I'm back at Deadspin. I've got to come up to the office anyway for a meeting. I'll bring the mattress vacuum and you can borrow it and then you can dander free your your furniture and then you can give it back to me. So that's what she did. And that was the happy ending. She was like so excited to use this thing, too. It was, it was, it was, it was amazing for me. You know, like I, it was like um, it was like seeing a kid like use use like your favorite childhood toy on Christmas. You know, what I mean? it was just like very, 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 very exciting for someone like me. Um so how large is this object? Because I wasn't picturing something you could like take on the subway. It's about um, it's the 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 box that it comes in is probably mm, like four feet long by one foot by one foot two okay. feet. It's not huge. It's yeah, a hand, yeah. like a, a canister vac kind of size. No, it's a handheld vac size. Oh, oh, oh handheld oh, vac size. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not it's not not huge at all. It's just incredibly powerful. <laughs> incredibly powerful. Um, and actually, that's the same vacuum that um, on episode 80 with David Cho, you guys heard David Cho and I talk about him using it on his upholstered headboard that got all dusty. And I said, I was like, oh, I actually just lent it out to someone else. That was Ellie. Um, and, David <laughs> right. Cho, and David Cho was referring to my mattress back as being a hussy because it was, it was being passed all around New York media. <laughs> we had a, we had a Going good, bed to bed. Yeah, we had a good, we had a good long <laughs> laugh about that one. Um, so, that, so that's that that story um okay so now there are two more i promised you there would be four four little sections to this to this answer um if even after doing that the dander is still a problem and and your new roommates are sniffling and sneezing or whatever's going on um then it's time to go up even another notch and and get into an upholstery cleaner like the the portable upholstery cleaners like the rug doctor um actually had someone on twitter today telling me that she has the portable rug doctor and um, that she loves it. She uses it for, for her dog messes. Um, and she said it's a perfect size and it does the job. There are a lot of other machines, the little green machine, the Bissell Spot Pro Plus. I think I'm saying that right. Is that um, also one of those things that you can rent at the grocery store? Yes, you like can they're... rent the full-sized yeah. ones at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Here in New York, it's a little bit cumbersome to rent the full-sized ones, but in other parts of the country where people have cars and can load them in, that's, yeah. that's totally fine. And the rental, by the way, for the rug doctor is $30. Oh, nice. um, so like a very affordable thing for what it is. Um, the reason that that's kind of the next step is because what those will do is they'll force a cleaning solution into the cushions, and then it will suck it back out. So it will do an even deeper cleaning gen- than just... The sucking out. Jaya's making a horrified face. Like, <laughs> you're like, friends with me in real life. You know, know. you know the things that come out of this I know. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be surprised by this. <laughs> um, okay, and then here's the last part. Jaya, you're going to love this part. Okay. The, la- the last part is um, this, this won't apply to Ellie because she's got an allergy situation and she's removing... The um the cat from the home. She's literally getting, <laughs> getting rid, rid of her, of her cat. cat. <laughs> the old Jolie Care hairpin in joke. Get rid of your cats. Um and Jaya and I met on the hairpin, so this is like really all yeah. all, all coming back around. So magic, Jaya. 
Um, okay, so the, the last the last part of it, and this actually harkens back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast, episode one with Corey Sika. <laughs> this is now the third week in a row that I've mentioned Corey Sika, which is also very magical because three is a magic number. Um, <laughs> as we learned from Corey Sika, managing your cats is very important. <laughs> so we must talk about managing your cats. Um, the lessons that we learned from Corey, who has, who had at the time two cats and now has three, again, magic, mm-hmm. um, was that the hair management situation in his life begins with their diet. And that a good diet is actually one of the most crucial things to managing shedding and hairballs in cats. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's number one. Number two is regular grooming of the cat. So using that Furminator. Um, and actually, if you follow Corey on Instagram, he, he posts regular videos of them taking the, the cats out back and giving them their, their weekly grooming. Um, they're very, very, very diligent um, cat cat owners um, in terms of the grooming. So the, the vigilance around grooming and diet will help to cut back on the shed and the occurrence of shedding in the first place. It won't, it won't eliminate it completely, um, but it will really help. Um, and then the last thing is just regular cleaning. So getting that vacuum out and vacuuming the furniture on the regular, vacuuming the fluent, you know, vacuums are great. They're not just for our floors. And, and especially if you have pets, vacuuming the furniture regularly is going to just make a world of difference for you. Um, so this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Jaya, Jess, and I will be back with more about your cats and magic. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. 
Um, I, I can't recall the episode number, but um, I'm going to do a dedicated dog episode. Jamie Attenberg is joining. Oh, my God. Yes, oh. I'm very, very excited about having Jamie here. Um, she has an adorable... Celebrity dog, Sid. Yeah, yeah. celebrity <laughs> dog, Sid. Um, I don't, Sid will not be joining us, unfortunately. Um, but Jamie will be here, and we'll talk about dog stuff. So um, I probably won't do hair just because we did so much on hair in this episode. And really, they're the, they're, they're the same animal when it comes to cleaning dog hair and Ooh. cat hair. Um, I know, right? Yeah, a good one, Jolie. You're so funny. Um, but we're going to do um I got a great question about cleaning chew toys and there I'll probably I'll probably do um dog puke. Yeah. On that one. Uh, get it's excited. Fact, it's a fact of life. <laughs> so excited. So many wonderful things that Speaking, these animals do to us. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I really I have that it, partly because my dog is so large. I have that like oh my god an animal lives in my house with me <laughs> like reaction probably once a day. Yeah. yeah. Um and, and you know, and he's very, very docile, so he's not behaving like a wild animal most of the time, but I'm just like, an animal's sleeping on my foot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I Why? allow this? <laughs> it's a very curious thing that we do. Well, you do. I don't. <laughs> I have a teddy bear. Uh, <laughs> a wild teddy is, bear. Which is, which is another curious thing, but that's another episode for another day. Um, all right. Let um. Let's speaking speaking of things that come out of our pets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about cat pee and but specifically about vacuums and cat pee. Ooh. So we're really we're I'm I've done great work with the theme today. <laughs> um, a lot of well, it was a magical accident, I guess, an accident. But I'm bumped, Jules. Um, I'm gonna have Jess read this question from Samantha, uh, and then we will we will answer this this question about cat pee. One of my favorite topics. Mm. Okay, here's Samantha's question. As you know, cats are assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Despite that we use the fancy and expensive silica litter and had just bought our cat a new, larger litter box, he still peed on the little mat in front of the box. Again. Usually I catch this before I vacuum because he does this a lot. But this time I did not. I noticed the vacuum was wet immediately after vacuuming the mat. I cleaned the floor and wiped off the vacuum head with water and finished cleaning. A few days later, when I turned on the vacuum, it smelled like cat pee. Oh, no. (laughs) I googled how to clean a vacuum plus jelly care. (laughs) But alas, nothing came up that could help me, so I went to the next best thing, Reddit. Ooh. That's fighting no, words. Actually, Reddit is Reddit is a very good source for cleaning stuff. And really, there's actually, the 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 greatest uh, Reddit thread in all of the lands and all of the seas is a um, vacuum repair man who did an AMA, and it's it's whoa, yeah. <laughs> is it like what's the weirdest thing you've ever pulled out of a vacuum? Yeah, I mean it's it's everything. It goes in places you can't even imagine. Wow, I will, you guys. Um, I will, I will link to that Reddit AMA in the companion post to this episode on Dead Yes, so I need to read supplemental yeah. reading. Yes, it's, it is fabulous and fascinating and so weird. Okay, so uh, okay. great. I've I've learned something already from this question. Uh, Reddit said I could dismantle the vacuum. The, the vacuum cleaner repairman on Reddit. Right. <laughs> so, I bet you that said is I what could dismantle the vacuum yeah. and soak all the non-electric parts, which I did with an all-purpose cleaner. And while it now looks clean, the vacuum head and lower portion of the tubing still smells like pee. I'm not really sure what to do now. The vacuum is a bagless canister style with pop-out bristles, no beater brush. I'm afraid bleach will damage the plastic and metal parts. Please help. I have a toddler and a very fluffy cat. 
I can't be out of a vacuum for more than a few days. Yeah. Okay. Help is here. Help oh is my here. gosh. Well, yeah. I just want to point out that I think how to clean vacuum is probably the least SEO friendly search <laughs> term for this specific problem. The funny thing is, the funny thing is, is that I definitely have done it. At least a small thing about how to clean a vacuum on the hairpin because I remember that. Um, my best friend Matt Miller, who Jaya knows, mm-hmm. um, gave me the instructions for how he sanitizes his vacuum. Because of course, Matt Miller sanitizes his vacuum. <laughs> like, he... This is very... so because because so the thing is about it's Matt like and I... washing your soap, that, which Matt would do. If Matt could wash soap, he would wash soap. Like so, the way that Matt and I it's like a little raccoon, like a raccoon with a saltine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Matt, Matt and I are like are like mirror twins of one another in terms of our clean personism. He he's a germaphobe and he's obsessed with like scrubbing and sanitizing and all that stuff. Where I'm I'm an organization freak. Like mm. if you open his drawers, there are ra- I organize his drawers every time. There are f- also there are photos of me having organized his like under sink area in his kitchen when he left me alone in his apartment. Um, I will I like line the bottles up. I do. It's like crazy. It's crazy. Um, you can't come into my apartment. I won't. No, I, I only, he's my best friend. I, okay, I, I, okay. Have, I have boundaries with people, but I don't need to with my best friend. He knows what he's getting into. Yeah. Um, but he'll come into my apartment and he'll like dismantle my vacuums and sterilize them. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's a lid for every pot and Matt and I turn each other. You know, like, and his husband just like shakes his head at the two of us when we get going. He's like, I just, you two are bonkers like, <laughs> but, I, but I love you both like, I'm gonna go to a mud wrestling match yeah because <laughs> <yeah. laughs> um, he's managed his craziness and Matt and I just have not in any way shape or form <laughs> uh, but it works for all three of us um, okay so here here is uh, the the what to do about the cat pee in the vacuum you're actually gonna use you're gonna use the cat's own stuff against him and, and I hope that you laugh <laughs> you, cack, you cackle an evil cackle on this one. Um, so the, fir- the first thing I got to say is you always want to go and check the manufacturer instructions for cleaning your specific vacuum. In this day and age of Google, it's very easy to go and do that. You can find instruction manuals online for virtually everything. Um, if you get really stumped, there's almost always an 800 co- hotline. I know no one wants to get on the telephone, but like sometimes you got to do <laughs> it. Um, nowadays, most major manufacturers of vacuum cleaners also have an online chat version. So if you don't want to get on the telephone, you can do the online chat. So mention that. Um, but you have me. So <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Uh, you're going to bury the parts that you can't wash in the cat's own litter. <laughs> clean. Mm. Clean litter. Clean litter. So here's <laughs> a, Not its awful dirty litter. Right? <laughs> so here's the thing about litter. It is meant to absorb odors. Um, and so it will do that in a, a whole number of things. And, and specifically, it's designed to absorb cat pee odor. Um, so what you're going to do, the, the, the crucial thing, because as, as we will learn from Samantha, also, I love that her name is Samantha Very Witchy. Yes. Very Witchy. <laughs> um, a long history. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, as, as Samantha has reminded us, uh, cats are assholes. Mm-hmm. So you must plan for them to, to try to jack you up even more when you're trying to fix the thing that they already jacked up for you. Um, you got to make sure you put it in a sealed container so that they can't go then use the litter. Yeah, very important. Yeah, they so, totally yeah. would. Which, of course they would. Of course they would. Um, and, I, and again, admire them for it. I mean, that's just like a whole level of, a whole other level of evil. This is I, just hex your cats. Yeah. <laughs> hex your cats before they hex you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, so two, there are a whole lot of different ways to do this, but two sort of the, the, 
probably the most common ones that people would use for this are either seal, seal the parts up with the litter in a trash bag or in a lidded storage container, like a, you know, like a big underbed box type thing. So, so that's what you're going to do. Then you're going to just leave the parts in there. Uh, you know, o- overnight at the bare minimum, probably a couple of days just because cat pee is such an, an, an insidious smell. Um, two other things that you can try um, if you need or want to. You could probably safely use a spray like Ozium or Lysol. Don't use Febreze. That's not going to do it. You need <laughs> you need an actual odor eliminator. Uh, Lysol will kill bacteria, so you know that that'll that'll sort of nuke the problem at the root. Ozium is the you know the the spray deodorizer to end all spray deodorizers. It's what weed smokers use to get the smell of weed out of their <laughs> out of their rooms. So uh, so you know it's good. More good um, tips. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is about that, obviously, um, you know, it's aerosol, but it but it's still is you know a, a liquid of some sort so so make sure you're spraying at least six in, six to eight inches away so that you're not so soaking and saturating parts but um, a light misting should be should be safe on that it's a very witchy answer actually it's like bury the parts at dark of moon <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can collaborate on a follow-up to basic witches that's like um, like witchy cleaning recipes, and <laughs> <laughs> I just think anytime you clean, clean anything, we'll it, you should do it under a full moon. Yeah, I think yes. this is, <laughs> we'll call it cleaning is magic. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do often clean skyclad. Ooh, Wait, what skyclad? Just without any clothes on. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, you I've have never to heard you have term. to wear something so that you have something. So you have to wear like a sports bra or something so you have something to tuck your eye pod into but okay <laughs> but, but if you clean like if you're you know like i like if i'm cleaning on a on a weekend like i'm not gonna like get dressed before i clean because i'm just gonna <laughs> hop you. in the shower afterwards good for you yeah wow, i never heard that term I'm, this is i've learned something new too <laughs> i'm so excited speaking of learning new things um instead of doing a final question for the show today i am going to share a reader tip i j- recently got an email um from from listener Liz, um, and I it was a great one, and it's about cat pee specifically. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna just share this one um, on the show. You guys know I love it when you tell me about the products and techniques you've successfully used to tackle your cleaning messes. Um, and I want to remind you that you can always email or tweet at me to share tips. I mean, I got that one today about the um, the gal with the dog and the rug doctor, and that was great. Um, it, it, the, the thing is about it, you know, I love to hear from you. And of course, I love a happy ending and a success story and all that stuff. Um, but also, it really does help me to be better at my job. And then I get to share your field research, as I think of it, uh, with other listeners. And so it's just a win-win all yeah. around. Um, okay, so let's take it away to, uh, to listener Liz's uh, cat pee tip. Um, she says, I wanted to share a cat pee tip. I noticed you recommend Nature's Miracle quite a bit. No shade to them, but that product has never worked for me and my numerous revolting cats. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone hates their cats. It's amazing. I love how well I've conditioned my readers and listeners to, like, insult their cats to me. That's that's magic too. That's the that's the dark kind. Uh, Um. Something that has worked for us, especially where cat pee is concerned, is this weird recipe I found on the internet. It's actually an elaborate process that has worked wonders on both suitcases. Cats like to pee in your suitcase, as you know. I do know because I've podcasted about that before. Um, And carpets. Even though this technique uses vinegar, it does not 
trigger repeeing in my experience, and it really, really works. Of course, you have to get to that pee early before time activates its super stinky powers. <laughs> you are right that cats are revolting, although I think dogs are too. Oh, yeah. My, my, they're, they're, all, they're all wild animals in your home. Yeah. Uh, my newest cat has a revolting feature that really takes the cake. She has a permanent cold and snots on everything. Oh, God. I, <laughs> I have a high tolerance for grossness after years of cats and a toddler, but a tiny critter leaving nasty snot rockets all over the house? Oh, Fucking yikes. Fortunately, your tip on using zout on protein stains has worked miracles, and I have just turned into a regular wall washer. Thanks again, Liz. <laughs> so let me tell you guys, I'm going to link to the recipe that Liz sent me um, in the companion post to Deadspin, but let me tell you what it is. I'm just going to run very quickly through what the instructions are. And then, indeed, it is it is pretty involved, but like, eh, it works. And yeah. Great, okay. Um, okay, so there are five steps. Step one, blot up any fresh pee with paper towels. Step two, mix a solution of equal parts water and white vinegar, pour it on the stains, and let it sit for 15 minutes. Then blot that up with paper towels. Step three, cover the stained area with a thin layer of baking soda. Step number four, mix three quarters cup hydrogen peroxide with one teaspoon of dish soap. Pour on the baking soda, and bubbles will form. But the li- literal magic. Bubbling. This bubbling. Seems, this is very witchy. Mm-hmm. This is a very much like... I'm telling you guys. This is a book. cauldron thing second going book. on. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning is magic. I'm telling you. Think about it. Think about it. I'm working on book proposals right now. I can throw, <laughs> I can throw another one in the mix. It's no problem. I've got... I've, I literally... I thought I was doing two book proposals. Oh, no. My agent's like, no, you're actually doing three. I, so what's a fourth? Like it's like it's like cats. Like once once you have three cats, there's no difference between having four or ten. So no, like, your house same, is awful by that point. Yeah, Just same thing. With, same thing with book proposals. So your house is awful. Um, uh, and then step five, um, you're going to use a scrub brush and you're going to scrub that hydrogen peroxide and dish soap solution into the stain with a scrub brush. Then you're going to leave it overnight, and in the morning you're going to vacuum up the the dried baking soda. And then you're done. Now, one caveat I need to give that wasn't given in the instructions, but I want to give is that hydrogen peroxide can have a bleaching effect. So you want to test a little bit of just the hydrogen out in an inconspicuous spot on your carpet or upholstery or wherever before you dump it all over just to make sure that it isn't going to lead to color loss. But most of the time it'll be fine. It's just that there are some textiles that, that will um, have a bleaching effect in the in the face of hydrogen peroxide Mm -hmm. um so anyway thank you liz so much for sharing that tip um the snot cat is like the the snot cat (laughs) saddest sweetest thing i've ever heard (laughs) jaya you think snot cat is sweet i don't know (laughs) imagine having a cold all the time that really (laughs) it is it's dickensian God bless us, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, (laughs) (laughs) 
that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Don't forget to enter the contest to win a copy of Jaya and Jess's book, Basic Witches. It goes on sale August 29th. You guys, you all have to go buy it. I I got a press copy of it. It's so good. It's just it's just joy making, and everyone should go read it. Yay! Um, thank you. To enter the contest, you have until Tuesday, September 5th, to tweet or email me uh, at JolieCare, JolieCare at gmail.com. Um, to tell us about what you would say, I will share all of those answers with uh, Jaya and Jess. And then the three of us will pick a winner and I'll announce it on, I think it's episode 86. Um, and I want to say thank you so much to Jaya and Jess for joining me today. This was really, really, really fun. I think we're scheduled to have you back for my Halloween episode. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So get, plenty of witchy things. Yeah. So get excited about that. <laughs> I know I already am. Even though it's still August, I'm like... I'm chomping at the bit for fall. I've had a great summer. Great, <laughs> great wild summer, but like I feel really ready for, for spooky times. I just I need do. to know how to get like Halloween grease paint out of everything. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> We're going to for sure talk about that. Um, if you guys like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show. Boy, we got real weird today, didn't we? Uh, (laughs) That you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 